Welcome everyone to Love Lighthouse and the most important aspect of all of life is just that of love and in the King James Version this just is simply called charity. Real charity is that it is based in the foundation of the love of God and that's where it comes from. Doing good in the world can mean many different things and we're going to talk about that today about being sensible, about measured approaches to different things, being kind and caring, why that means not obviously coercing or pushing certain drugs on people that can have harmful impacts. And also making sure, again, that there is great balance with this, particularly with the pandemic, that people are allowed to take sensible measures and nobody antagonises them over doing sensible things and when they're in the midst of perhaps ventilating areas or wearing a mask or expecting their personal space to be respected or saying you know look uh, I, I don't know you please stop speaking to me you know any of these things where someone is rightfully taking their own measures during the pandemic that would be expected any time really in all times not just in a pandemic in other words very sensible measures just very sensible things that you would do normally especially in a time of pandemic become even more important okay so we're going to find out a little bit more about this I uncover a whole lot of um, things to do with the rally. Like I come from a place of love for everybody involved and look at all the great parts of it. Now also look at the importance of making sure that we are balanced and that, you know, we're careful about the way that we go about this because there are two different sides to the fence or um, both are important. Um, you know, the rights of people should be taken into account and we do have to understand what's going on that it is a manifested situation it is not um something that's just made up in fact this is so interesting because i literally have just looked at the spotify rules on this and they reiterate what i'm saying that we can't be making out that this is you know something that doesn't exist it does exist. It is manifested. Um, you know, to accuse this entire group who've been impacted by coronavirus is somehow just liars is absurd. And really, you know, when people have had family that have been badly impacted or who have died as a result of coronavirus, it's really, I mean, how do you think they must feel about that when people are, are saying or making out that you know, you're a psycho because you are taking measures against coronavirus. I mean, it is just awful that this is actually occurring, that this abuse has actually been allowed and almost facilitated by some council members in certain places, that this behaviour from some antagonists against taking these very sensible um, measures, that they have somehow facilitated some of these really nasty individuals to be behaving in such a way during this time. It is illegal to, to do that. It's it's one of the rules on here, for example, as well, that, you know, we can't be making out. It's just like, you know, some sort of like joke. It doesn't exist or whatever. It does exist. And making out that doesn't can be really 
like even worse on the impact of all of the people. So we need to be realistic. It does exist. Um, I'm not even going to go with the same nature of behaviour of um, those words that would be used that have been used towards people because of their taking of measures or, you know, um, etc. Um, but that would be more of what you would say to someone who is not facing reality. So someone who doesn't take the measures appropriately, who doesn't believe or doesn't know that this is happening. It is happening. It is a pandemic. It does exist and it is impacting people. So especially those not in the faith that don't know about the science or the spiritual aspects of this, I would absolutely urge you to take all the measures that you possibly can um, that you know that you should be taking, you know you should be doing, not just for yourself, for others. If there are people who are not able to do that, you know, it's really the council's responsibility to be able to state, look, this person's behaving in a really unstructured, disorderly way, which is putting themselves and others in danger, especially if they're going on to antagonise or to try and abuse or threaten others that are taking the measures. It's not right. It's just not on. It needs to be stopped. And those that are facilitating it, there needs to be a stop there. They need to be found, whoever they are in the council, that have been antagonising as well and facilitating this or facilitating the um, placement of certain people who are antagonists against the measures and putting them into places that they know they shouldn't be. Those people should be probably set um, somewhere else getting help for their behaviour um, or their abuse or whatever addictive things that they're getting up to. Um, instead of just being placed in the community to the detriment of other people's um, health, safety and well-being of the entire world, actually. So again, that being dealt with in terms of who's facilitating needs to be looked into as well. So yeah, this is actually spoken about on here. So we're not saying that it doesn't exist. We know that it definitely does exist, but it's also not appropriate to be pushing or coercing or forcing drugs of any kind on to anyone. That's why the mandates for the vaccine, for example, are being um, retracted and taken away. Thanks to God for that. So vitally important is it has been impacting some people in really detrimental and very harmful ways. So thankfully, we've got success there and more of a balanced approach with regards to that. And that has been retracted, it has been removed in terms of a mandate or any kind of vaccine passports as a result. Vitally important. So it's a measured um, point here. Like I know I'm going to be, be speaking to a wide group of people that are going to agree with this. But I know that, um, you know, there's people on both sides that I am going to be saying, you know, to that, you know, I'm sorry, but this is a definite virus. And whilst I stand with you in that you should never be forced or coerced or manipulated to take any form of drugs um, in terms of like even a vaccine or anything ever, um, of course, while you're able certainly to make these kind of decisions and perhaps it may impact you in a harmful way, for example, you are absolutely right. I stand with you on that. But I'm also going to say to you at the same time, I'm going to be very fair and very realistic that nevertheless, even though the vaccine mandate and the passports are being retracted, this is still a virus that's out there and people must be sensible and um, must not kind of... Um, you know, give rise to like a kind of narrative that says that it's, it's non-existent. It is an 
in existence, it has been allowed to um, become manifest in our world. That is just a reality. And now to deal with the consequences of that, being it's no one's fault, but dealing with the consequences in a responsible way means actually taking part in the different types of measures that you can and you know you should be taking part in. If you can't do that, there needs to be you know, a retraction with regards to people that are going against this, putting themselves and others in danger on purpose. Now, obviously, um, I go into a great lot of depth of detail with this. As you can see, I'm very fair about it. I'm not taking on any sides apart from what's really fair. I feel called and God is right and just. And I will state that very clearly, very confidently. That is what I do. That's how I am who I am. Like, I can't just be, like manipulated or coerced and I'm a strong leader therefore in terms of standing in what's right and just that's how I am chosen because I will do that I won't ever do anything absurd or stupid like go against the measures in general like you know um, especially in and around the public that you don't know whether they're faithful unfaithful and um, whether they're uh, going around with like multiple different people or whether they're in a community that is very faithful and staying just together or set apart I mean, when it comes to the general public and you don't know that, especially the ones that are behaving in antagonistic ways and that may be um, not taking appropriate steps or measures and you know that they're likely to be spreading this around, absolutely, like you do all that you can do. And so I very much promote that, taking sensible steps, sensible measures and doing all that you can. I don't believe that people should be, um, you know, called on or whatever for like um having like one mishap or you know something out of the ordinary but I do believe that consistently we should be doing all that we can and we should have a mindset of trying to do the best that we can all the time I think that's fair to say um but yeah I do stand with that with regards to there needs to be a kind of a careful cautious approach as well um, obviously with regards to any kind of like vaccine process, drugs of any kind, it doesn't matter what they are, you always need to be very cautious and centred and approach these things wisely. This recording is one that I'm adding on to um, our week's recording and I'll probably make it a separate recording as well. So welcome to Love Lighthouse podcast. Um, thank you to all of the platforms that host us. And thank you for inviting so many different people from all around the world to be able to take part and to join in on this. And you're welcome as well. Um, I take this that, you know, obviously I'm doing my best as a human being, of course, Um to take what I can in my prayer time, in my communion and deliver it out there. So yes, you're more than welcome to be sharing this as well. And of course, I ask you to pray in communion about each step as well, because it is progressive. <clears throat> Sometimes we are learning things or new things along each step of the way. So it's important to, to understand it from that perspective as well. And, um, yeah, so let's look into this. So I have had a lot of kind of like prayer time, meditation time to think about many aspects with regards to, um, you know, 
how everyone is going about things um, with regards to the pandemic. Um, It is so important to get a balance with everything. Um, I actually, as you know, turned up to a rally because I believed in the absolute importance of people not being coerced in any way, shape or form into taking any form of drug. Okay, we do know that there are situations when people might not be able to, you know, they may be, I don't even want to imagine that, but you know what I mean, where some people might need medical assistance and they're not compass mentis and something has to be administered. That's understandable. But obviously with regards to the vaccination process or any other process, um, in a normal situation, even in an abnormal situation like um, something like a pandemic, um, people who are, you know, obviously <laughs> alive, alert um, and can make decisions, it is important that they are not forced or coerced into taking anything. In fact, it's important that even those that, um, you know, aren't too compass mentis, even people that might be like a, in a little bit more of a vulnerable situation, it's also important to consider um, the ethics surrounding that with regards to any kind of process because usually you would state that when it comes to consent of anything, the person to consent would have to be fully aware of the decision that they're making in order to actually give consent. We know that's a different story if someone is completely you know, out of it or unconscious and they need like a medical intervention. That's where you draw the line. Of course, um, you know, us as adults are safeguarders and must look after little children, um, all that kind of thing. And so perhaps um, you know, there's a kind of bit of a um a way of dealing with that with regards to different adults and their abilities to make sense of things. But generally speaking, for the most part, we would expect most adults to be able to make their own informed decisions and so based on that and the way that the vaccine impacts different people as well as the ethics from the very beginning of it and the seeds that that can plant but also importantly the fact that different bodies at a more heightened level not just a long-term level but perhaps short-term level can respond in different ways it can be very harmful or otherwise but it's looking at this in a sensible measured calm and appropriate approach so it's vitally important not to coerce or kind of like um you know do anything that would be seen to um be doing something coercive in that way um with regards to forcing any form of drugs at all in these situations so very important so I did take that into account and I was therefore able to stand with the people with regards to that for sure but I do take a balanced approach. So I was there to actually give thanks, not just not really to take a stand as much as to give thanks to God, because, you know, through God, we are able to have the wisdom and clarity. We're able to to make these um, points. We're able to actually um, have the wisdom and clarity to express ourselves for the greater good of um, everyone, really. And so I was actually there just really simply giving thanks. Now, I know that a lot of people weren't all there for that reason, um, you know, but the point is that we had already actually 
achieved success with the retraction of the vaccine mandates. So I was really giving thanks for that because that's what we had already achieved from HQ. And in fact, we had actually achieved it at governmental level in Scotland as well, but it just didn't feel like it. And that's why it was so important to carry on. It felt like there was still a lot of coercion. In fact, I had spoken up to an MP that was kind of like using a form of coercion as well, albeit, you know, quite a an interesting kind, but it was um it's still kind of, you know, a form of coercion and then, you know, speaking like against certain, you know, groups or that rally. And, you know, the way in which it was done in some of the the actual material and content of that specific um journalist's article beside it there were different things that seemed almost hypocritical like you know you're saying this but you know for about over a year within this area there have been people who have been allowed to encroach on other space and constantly be abusive against and various different types of measures actually in a very disorderly manner to a crazy extent and I just find it really hypocritical that you know on the same page it would talk about the rights of some people and you just think are you actually joking well it's never anyone's right to abuse people for taking measures for sure that is never on so um there has to be a fair balance and there certainly shouldn't be anyone um abusing other people for taking um, sensible measures, uh, for example, ventilating or wearing masks. Yeah, it's understandable if anyone's like encroaching to like actually like suggest or coerce you into taking like a drug. Absolutely not. Like that should never be like allowed. But where there are sensible measures taking place, wearing of masks or keeping space, uh, expecting your own space or whatever, uh, taking, you know, that ventilation process, all the rest of it. These are normal, sensible measures. Now, I talked about this, I said, you know, there's been like people that just constantly go against this or try to go against it, try to come up to you without any of the measures, all that kind of thing. Now, obviously, these people should be taken away. They should not be allowed to be in the same place as other folk if they're constantly doing this. And it got to a point where I actually had to stand up for myself after about uh, a year and I thought this is just ridiculous I mean I'd been trying to look at the excuses that the other person could have had like with their drug abuse or like you know intoxication all that kind of thing because that's the only thing apart from like a mental illness that it could possibly be um in terms of you know why they would be behaving in such a way because you'd have to be like totally out with the realms of reality to be behaving in that way not to know that there's a pandemic and and why we're all taking space and trying to take these measures you would really have to be completely you know not understanding what's going on on this um world on the planet and in your different communities so it's vitally important that people understand this isn't just you know something that is made up it is something that's manifested into reality um, but we cannot, in any case, um, make that as any excuse, albeit to just say, right, okay, everybody's going to have to like have this 
blanket dose of like this vaccine or this type of drug. So again, with the balance, and I highlight that, the importance of balance. Now, with regards to people that are going against different measures um, and like abusing, if you have to stand up, like you might be like a member of a particular service, um, you may be a member of the public, let's say people have been coming up and trying to encroach on your space um, for a long time and you have to make a stand so you you know you don't back down you stay where you are you stand where you are and what for whatever reason you're in a kind of closer contact you make sure that you test and be prepared to isolate now that's an interesting perspective because do these people know and are they trying to have that impact on you and your resource even your service right as a whole so there's that to consider and the taking out and the removal of such people that would try to persist to do that to your structure, to yourself, to your structure, whoever it is. So not only do these people need to be removed for their own safety, but also for the functioning of um, the wider community as well and the resources and services. I noticed this with regards to um, the rally also as well. Like I took time to really think it through because <clears throat> I needed to know what it was that was going on wholeheartedly and no doubt I'll still be working through this in terms of investigation and communion with the Holy Spirit. I will, I, I will, I know that. But one thing that was made clear to me is this, John chapter 10 was also um, brought into mind just last night and I listened out to it and I realised this, this is very interesting um, because during the rally, something interesting did happen. That there was this call in the spirit, and it was like this. Okay, go now, like leave now, and it was just a call in the spirit, and I couldn't respond to that call. I missed that call. I did not um take that call because. I cared too much about the people that were there. And I realised when I looked only at John 10 on YouTube, actually, I watched a, a video of it last night and I realised what had happened there. Now, I actually thought, that is God like calling me. Like, I was meant to go and I felt, you know, like I was kind of going through, like, um questioning on that just to make sure as I walk forward that I'm always doing the right thing, always doing the best. But then I did realise that I was actually obviously doing the right thing because I was staying with the people. And it says in John 10 that um, my sheep know my voice and they haven't known anyone else up until this point, all the rest of it. Now, although I'm not, I'm definitely not saying please don't take all the measures, definitely not, only when it comes to things like forcing of any drugs, I, that is just not on, especially the way it's impacted people. Um, but yeah, like I, stand, I stood with them with that and I absolutely agree that's vitally important for all people. It's a very personal thing as well. Um... So yeah, I realised, yeah, I definitely did the right thing when I thought about it and considered it. But it also says that no one can snatch them out of my hands. But yet there is a point where 
um, he he actually says this like there will a wolf or whatever whoever will go to snatch them that they can't be snatched out of his hands the ones that were given but he also makes a very important this is Jesus he also makes a very important point of the fact that there are two different people there are ones that follow Jesus and let's not make people out to be sheep right now because maybe it's kind of you know but in any case it served a purpose in the Bible and it makes a clear explanation but there are those that will listen and those that are not so sometimes there are going to be some that are in the pack or seemingly in the pack but they're actually not really the ones that listen to Jesus so that's a defining thing as well um that's really interesting and defining. Um, very, 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 very. Um, I got word and feedback that someone in particular, <clears throat> that's not to say every single person that, you know, went through this or had to kind of let go, bear witness with the police is like a terrible person. Not to say that at all. Um, it might be something completely, you know, interesting aside from this but I did note that as I say I was given feedback with regards to one of them that he is not from the church for example like he's not in that mindset or like a of a a belief or a faith I find that very interesting I'm not going to say any more on that situation um in any case very very important there are two different sets there's some that look to come in the side gate and you can see them that kind of abusive behavior the side gate they are not of jesus they're not about jesus they are not trying to do things in the right way and where are they where are they when everybody is there when the people are there where are they? If they've been the ones to constantly go against the measures, where are they? Where were they? Where were they? Where were they? No, because there are some that are set to deceive. It's vitally important that no one is deceived. This is a manifested pandemic, but yet, there is, there are different ways of dealing with it. And it is important to overall, like, see that the government are trying to do their best. But at the same time, there has to be a balance with regards to how we go about that, how we express and deliver feedback back, um, and the next steps that we take thereafter. Like I think from what I was hearing yesterday as well that there's talk about how to ventilate even classrooms and all that kind of thing. So there's lots of like considerations all about trying to make things as healthy and safe as possible. These are all good intentions. And, you know, when people are doing things with these good intent, it's always um, a glory um to God but it is it's like a lot of it is a fine balance so 
there's all of that going on with government and what they're trying to do. They are trying to do the best. Absolutely, where sensible measures are like, you know, ventilation when it's dry, definitely not when it's wet. Why? Well, because the air becomes heavier, which means that any droplets that are coming from outside, um, obviously that coming in through any kind of like open sort of areas means that the droplets are going to be heavier. That means it's kind of making like the virus a bigger risk, if you like, because droplets are likely to form in and around the area quicker. So you want to keep the area dry. That's what it's all about. But when it's a dry point in time, having ventilation is an excellent idea. It's really important because as soon as you start to get to a point where it's dry indoors, that means you're then going to get a potential buildup of those droplets unless there is a, a space for the air to actually move out of the area. So you can see how it's like a tipping point between the two. And it is very sensible. It's not difficult to understand. Um, but, you know, it's important for some people that might not be actively considering it to understand why these things occur. So that's the reason for it. If it's dry air, it makes it easier to ventilate. In fact, it makes it an important point in time to ventilate because without... Um, a dry day outside being um, a day where indoor areas can be um, opened up to ventilation makes that indoor area a more likely um, area to be one where there are droplets forming because of the condensation, because it can get warmer, that kind of thing. So the air needs to be able to move freely in any case so that the droplets, the air heavy heaviness level is not allowed to grow in that way. So you understand what I'm talking about, about the air level and the heaviness in terms of the droplets. So when it's dry outside, that's the time where indoors can start to get um, like warmer, for example, and droplets can form more easily. Um, that's a good time to make sure that the air can flow and uh, keep it hygienic in places. When the weather is rainy or wet outside, Opening the windows in obviously means that you're um, risking making your indoor area even um, heavier in terms of like potential for droplets, etc. It brings the dampness, in other words, inside. So it's got to be a dry time to make it good for our health and also that of different buildings. If anyone notices about dampness, this is why that happens because people open, um, if people are opening doors and things or windows when it's raining, that makes obviously <laughs> an actual building damp. It's no big surprise. But that same dampness that you see is the same kind of corrosion that can occur to individuals' health on a bodily basis, especially in times of a pandemic. You can imagine that is much worse. So that's why we close things over when it's raining and we open them up when it's dry. Because when it's dry, that's a time where more heavier air can form in an indoor area. It's just the way that it is. It needs to be able to flow. It's getting the right balance. So ventilation is important. If it's a mechanical one, it depends what type of ventilation it is. Like mechanical in terms of like an actual like building's mechanical ventilation. Not talking about ventilators in general, but ventilation of um, like buildings. If it's one that circulates the air, 
that's not going to keep the air clean in times of a pandemic. So that's not really helpful. I would not suggest doing that. In fact, that could be quite dangerous. But if it's one that takes air out as in a window that's open does, it removes any stagnant air. So anything like that that can remove the air and then give new air in, that is a good mechanical feature. But the best really is the most simplest kind, the old fashioned kind, like opening a window. If you open the top window up, it just makes it easier and it means there's less likely to be a draft. Now, anyone stating that windows should be closed when they've got big doors wide open during all um, types of weather don't make any sense at all. It's always important, always good to get ventilation when the air is dry. Always, absolutely always. So all these points are really vital to keep the health um, of people, but also of buildings. It actually helps, you know, you can see how everything is linked. It's very easy to see. If a building's deteriorating, think what that's doing to each person's body, all right? If um, you're taking the right measures, it helps your own body, it helps other people in that building, and it also helps the actual building itself to stay in a stable state overall and to be in good condition to live in. It's just sensible behaviour. All right, with regards to masks and things like that, ventilation is even more important where there are people that will not put on masks because they might do it for themselves and they might not care how it impacts others. Um, now, some people are in the faith. If they're going about in a faithful group and they know that group, that's a different kettle fish. But people that are just spreading themselves all over the place, that are not in a faithful group, they're being around people they don't even know, etc., 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 and then expecting to put that same air into your air, no, that is not good. That is not good. And that is where ventilation becomes even more vitally important. Of course, I talked about this. I looked into it very closely. I'm very um, fair about this. I understand about masks and how that can impact people because I did not mean to study this, but I had a situation I told you about over the 31st where I was wearing a mask, but listen, I put myself into some particular um, stage with regards to like fasting that I've never carried out before. And that's how I was able to have that extra information about how a mask can impact someone on a certain level of, of lifestyle or how they might be living. Now, it's understandable to say, well, if you're not eating, that may also give the same results and effects as other mental or um, physical ways of life which someone might be going through, particularly more so like a physical aspect that they might be going through and how their body um, reacts on a general level might be how that happened for me just because I was taking that particular fasting process. Now I know then therefore what it can feel like, but there are many different types of masks or things or whatever that you can do including the most important one the easiest one of all is actually just taking that physical distance simple as that like if you take that then like that is actually like the best form of a you know any kind of measure that you can possibly do simple as that um of course that becomes a little bit 
different when you're outdoors and not everybody's in a, a frame of mind of thinking. You see a lot of people on their phones sometimes. People could be doing things on their phone and they're not realising where they're walking. Is that an issue? Probably. But um, yeah, when it comes into that type of situation, that's maybe where it's a little bit better, especially if it's an indoor area to have a mask on. Not as much at this moment in time as say um, outdoors, but even when outdoors, we still like consider these different things. It's vitally important not to um, try to abuse or like have a go at anyone because they're actually taking sensible measures. If it's a measure that is not, you know, if the benefits are clearly outweighing the risks and it's not anything that is abnormal it's completely sensible like wearing a mask or taking social distance everybody has the right to that um you can't really push or coerce your physical presence on someone or suggest that and um although I was able to deal with it I must say that did happen to me I did experience um two people try to insert a narrative with regards to spacing and the other one was also masking one was that's gonna have to go meaning the mask and she's like okay um again like depending on timelines and what god calls us to do and what the government and everybody suggests and all of us together that could be a possibility but not right then and there so again keeping this in mind that this is sometimes what's going on and you know this will be why um certainly like the police are involved in these different things uh the other one was spacing um so someone drew a narrative and told me that so you can imagine why somebody would say this why would they say it right um that he was next to someone or like, you know, and this woman had suggested or said that, uh, you know, she wanted her own space. And he says, this isn't your own space, it's a public space. All right. So that in itself was an interesting situation because yes, it is, but within a public space, that therefore means that the public that utilise that space need to be aware in terms of not just the right to um, walk in a particular area, but also the right uh, to take space as well. Their responsibility, rather, as well, to take that space. Now, obviously, um, if you're like me and you've had to stand up to folk that keep kind of trying to come towards you, not taking the measures, and you've had to like stand back, I did actually have to like stand my ground at one point. That is completely understandable. Um, if you're in that situation where you're constantly um having people try to um have a go at you for taking the measures and then you stand your ground, I would highly advise if you've had to be in that situation of standing your ground. This often happens more so, I would say, with police. Um, not so much, you know, like general public, but has happened to me and I'm just like, you know, um, let's just put it this way. It's more the other person that should be kind of like worried. But, um, you know, I do take that space and obviously people trying to antagonize or get a rise or whatever they're trying to look for, whether it be clout or attention seeking or whatever it could be. In any case, it's not right. It's not appropriate. Um, I know and understand what people are saying. 
people have been um, concerned perhaps with the way that maybe certain police have dealt with different things in the past or now I can understand the narrative and the, the emotions and the feelings that people will have. But in general, um, I would say that most are just trying to do the best that they can. And I would not advise, uh, definitely not, whatever someone is, whether they're wearing a police uniform or not, like don't, you know, antagonise people for taking measures or for standing up for the sensible measures. Okay, if someone was like standing up for someone else to be like coerced and like um, into drug taking, that's a different thing. You would obviously be right in your right mind and right position and authority to absolutely like go against that for sure because that's dangerous and potentially very harmful but where it's something where it's sensible measures uh link you know they're wearing a mask or whatever it is that they're doing taking that like being set apart and encouraging like respectful distance that is absolutely right and just for them to do that please do not try to antagonize them because at the end of the day they would be within their rights to actually go ahead and arrest you if you're doing that um and again that's particularly because of the situation being it's a pandemic you wouldn't normally like obviously if someone's like standing up for their rights or whatever or doing whatever you know you wouldn't normally just go ahead and arrest them that would be like really bad like in terms of like police perhaps doing that but particularly now the fact that it's in a pandemic and because it spread so widely they would be right but not only would they be right to actually take that arrest upon you if you're going into their space and you're showing that you're going into others in that way you're pushing you're forcing your your um like your actual like body uh, and antagonizing specifically against the measures and in terms of like we know that you're doing that because of that reason then they do have that right to actually take action upon you um but you're not only putting yourself into danger by doing that you're actually putting them into danger and they've set aside that particular um devotion to be able to do that but at the same time it's not very fair because they also particularly probably have families and others and the community that they are trying to look after and then they also need to then test and potentially isolate if they've got anything which means that that resource in terms of themselves being a resource they then need to back that up with others. So I think that if people know that and they're doing that on purpose as well to like um, antagonize or like uh, take away that resource or other people from doing that, then that kind of needs to be clamped down as well. That people that are doing that on purpose to try and make people to isolate need to be clamped down on or to make like services to isolate and to, um, to have an impact on them that could impact the wider safety of like the community etc that needs to be clamped down on absolutely I can see that I can see that like I'm given the wisdom through the Holy Spirit to see what's going on and also listen to other people that are saying as well like this person is doing this so that you will do this or you will isolate or you will do that it's very interesting I could see how that they might try to do that so vitally important those people are clamped down on.